I am a father, and sometimes I've made mistakes, you know. Our God is so good, though, and forgiving. And I, I think of all that, and sometimes I tell myself, man, you know, I, there's, there's times where I've made, I've made a mistake as a dad. And sometimes you feel it in days like today, and um, I could have been better at certain things, and sometimes you begin to think of, of, uh, of mistakes that you've made, you know, and some of you in here may have had your kids and may have made mistakes, and now you may be saying, hey, my kids are already old. I, I messed up, and now, you know, it's, listen, if you're breathing, it's never too late. If you're breathing, it's never too late. There's times in my life where, and every day I, I continue, it all, it all, it, I continue to try to better myself and, and get in the word and, and pray. And, and, but, you know, we still have this constant battle, ladies and gentlemen, of our flesh and our spirit are in a constant battle. The Apostle Paul talks about that constantly, all the time. And we know it, we live it, and that's why we're here to equip ourselves. Amen. But there's times where our flesh could get the better of us. And there's times where you have to realize, like, I, I need to, I need to, man, I gotta, I'm here talking to you guys, but when I get off this pulpit, I gotta face the same issues out there that you and I, we, we are the same individuals. I don't get any special treatment. Uh, you know, I, I go through things, me as a father, that I could have possibly done better that I didn't. But we can't dwell in that all the time. There's going to be times of emotion sometimes and days like today. And uh, in my case, there's times where I, t I, I tell myself, man, and I have to come from myself in the mirror and say, it's time, you know, make the adjustment. Because at the end of the day, we can talk the talk, but it's time. You got to walk the walk. And as a man of God and as children of God, whether you are a father or not, you are a son, you are a daughter of someone you didn't just come out of the thin air. The stork didn't bring you. You were, you were, you have, we all came from a mom. Now, I don't know what situation in your life right now. Maybe you don't have that anymore. That happens. Maybe um, you possibly may have some regrets. Um, but you, you, may, you, may, you possibly have looked in, in your life and said, man, it's probably already too late. If you're breathing, once again, it's never too late. God expects us to make change. And whether you're not a dad today, but you will be one day. And regard, maybe, maybe you need to be a better son. Maybe you need to be a better daughter, a better husband, a better brother, a better sister. Obviously, in this case, it's Father's Day. So like I said, we're going to be altering it and talking a little more about dad today. But I do want to let you know something. So there's going to always be a time where you may think of, of and possibly get emotional on days like today, like you just saw me. <laughs> you can't live and, and stay there. You can't always do that because what's going to happen is you're going to end up blaming yourself possibly. Think about it, but man, you brush your shoulders off and you use your mistakes to better yourself today and your future. Because it's not over. You're still breathing. The Lord knew you before you were even born. You have a purpose. You have a calling in this life. 
and guess what? The, the, the enemy knows this very well in the first place that he attacks is dad, is the house, family. Our first and primary ministry is family, your home. And we need to protect that. And we have to make sure that we constantly are renewing our minds. We constantly are being fed the word of the Lord Jesus. Regardless of what's ever happened in your past, regardless of how many tears you may have shed, regardless if your dad was good to you or bad to you, or if you were a bad father, today is the day of adjustments, church. Today is the day that we can make those changes. Be better sons, be better fathers, be better husbands. And don't look at me like if I'm the only one with problems, because please, come on. We, no one here is perfect. The only perfect father here is our Abba Father, our Father that's in heaven. Come on, church. We all have room to better ourselves, better our, our, as individuals, as Christians, as men of God, as women of God. We are called to be more because you are more. You are, you are marked because you have God with you. And the enemy knows that. What we have to do is understand, man, as, as, as uh, they were doing this, you can see what, what is, you know, to be that perfect individual. There are, there's many different characteristics of, of being a, a good father, a true man of God, right? Or not, not only just a father, but a man of God. Because once again, I know not everyone here watching me live on the internet are not all dads yet. There's many different good qualities and characteristics, and I can sit here and have a, a whole, I, I'm really not going to do that because I don't have a, that much time to talk. I would have to have many different sermons on the details on how, you know, you should be X, Y, Z, you know, but, I'm, but it all narrows down to one main topic, and it's found in the book of Matthew. Let's take a look. A true man of God, out of all the good qualities and all the good characteristics, it's narrowed down into one thing. Matthew 6, says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. And another version said, and everything else will be added unto you. A true man of God puts God first, puts God first. And this also goes for you women as well. But in this case, if you want to look at all the characteristics, man, being, putting God number one, putting God in his place, everything else will fall into place for your life. All of everything that you've been thinking that you've been struggling with in your characteristics, it all sums down to putting him first. And the reason behind all of that is because why? Well, God loves us so much. We know that he sent his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but will have eternal life. It's all based on love. You see, what happens is, I want you to go to this next verse. When you put God first, let's go hear what it says here. When you put God first in John 4, 7 through 8, let's read this real quick. 
We've heard this many times. We've, I've preached it many times. It says here, dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God. And knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God. Because God is love. You see, it all, it's all based on love. You put God first, you're going to see how, man, the, you're going to see how your, every, every single area of your life is going to change. And you see, when you put God first, you put him in his place. He opens doors, man, that no man can ever close. That God that, you're, that, that you have within you, that you put him first. You be talking to him first before you make any other decisions. That light's going to shine, man, out, and you will be a testimony to others. Because when you, when you have God, man, when you show love, you're showing God. I've said this many times. How, why? Well, because God is love. And you know what? If there's certain areas in your life that you may be telling yourself, man, why isn't this good? Well, then God's not in that equation. What do you mean God's not in that? Well, if there's something bad going on that's cursing me, that's hurting me, if I am sick, well, then there must be an adjustment you need to make. Am I saying that all the people that get sick, that means that they don't have God? Look, all I'm saying is that God is good. And if God is good, there shouldn't be a negative situation in my life if I'm putting him where he belongs. Amen. Come on, put your hands together if you believe that. You may not like what I'm saying, but I am telling you that that's how it is. Because God wants us to make adjustments. We all as men and, and women of God need to learn that in order for you to advance, man, change sometimes sucks. Sometimes it's not, it's not good. Sometimes it hurts. It's good for us and God wants us to make these adjustments, but it hurts. Especially if you've been doing something wrong for your whole life and now I'm sitting here sweating telling you you need to repent, you need to change. <laughs> Sometimes it's difficult. I understand. But it's necessary. You want to keep living the same life you're living? Or do you want to live a better life? Do you want those areas in your life that you know you haven't put before the feet of, of the Lord? You need to put God first in every area of your life. That includes finances. That includes the relationships. That includes family. God needs to be in his place. God needs to be number one in your life. Because in him is where we find hope. In him is where we find love. In him, he is love. In him, we find the compassion. In him is our hope. In him is our healing. In him is our prosperity. In him, he is life. Hallelujah. But before you can receive all that, you need a soul... Listen, everything in life's a seed. Putting God first is, is a seed. And you're going to reap that abundance. And what are you going to reap? Well, now if God's first in every area of my life, you know it's going to be good. But if you put yourself and your own thoughts and your own desires over the Lord's, then you're going to reap that. And guess what? 
How do we fall short? Well, because we put our desires over his. That's how we fall into temptation. That's how we fall into this trap called sin. That's how we fall short. When we put our desires above God's desires, we don't put God in his place. I want to, man, today's a day that's going to, I know that the spirit of God's already working in, in most. I pray in all of you. I'm here. My duty is to instill it in you. And I know the spirit of God does the rest. And at the end of this, I want to also talk about honor. Honoring our fathers. Remember, we're called to not only honor our father in heaven, but our fathers here on this earth. Whether, and it doesn't say whether he was good to you or not. I know this sounds a little bit weird, what I'm saying. But he, God didn't say, honor your father and mother only if, mm -mm, only if you guys get along. Only if he's, he gives you money or whatever. Only if he supports you. Only if he was there. Only if he never did anything wrong to you. You see, this is also, this is also I know people personally that they still have not forgiven their fathers for what they did to them or to their families. Now, am I saying, if, I'm not saying that if, if you have a father that may, may be teaching you some false doctrine, well, then you don't, then that's something different. Honor is something completely different than, than your submission to whatever he or she may believe or be teaching you. If it goes outside of the word of the Lord and it's not in line with biblical principles, then that's something different. But honoring, look what honorings, look, look, I want you to, I want you to, look, I'm going to have something real quick because I got to, I got to, I got to give the mic to my father. Father, come over here. Come here. He's going to talk to you guys for a little bit. We got to make adjustment, but look what it says here about honor. Honoring God in the Bible is defined as showing esteem for one deserving of respect, attention, and obedience. We need to be obedient. Church, say obedient. 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 He's asking me if I'm obedient. I try. <laughs> Definitely, it's important to be obedient because that's also a seed. And when you're obedient, the Lord blesses you. The Lord, the, the Lord wants you, man. He wants all of us to be obedient. Because what happens, that produces the fruit. And that fruit is all the good promises of the Lord for our lives. And who wants to be, who wants to be blessed here? Who wants to be blessed in every area of your life? Come on now. We must be obedient. Honoring God and honoring our fathers and mothers here on this earth, believe it or not. There's also a, there's also a, a Bible verse that I'm going to let you talk for a little bit now because I'm, I'm wasting all the Bible time. Verse? The one that's, it's, um, it says, children, obey your parents for oh, this yeah. is right and you six. will live a long life. Two, I think. So you want to live a long life? You got to be, we got to be obedient. I know sometimes me, sometimes me and him, we don't, we, sometimes we don't see eye to eye. And I'm not going to lie, I've been disobedient many times in my life, but as I'm growing, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm learning and I'm adjusting. And Are you a disobedient child, boy? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and, uh, and, and, and no, talk more a about... I things to say because you were, you were, you, whatever you were saying is good. It's very good. And uh, so important of Matthew chapter 6, 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things will be added unto you. You know what all the things are? Read the whole chapter. Talking about material things. Talking about the things that we need, that we want, that we desire. In other words, you cannot spiritualize something that is spiritual. Because everything starts in the spiritual area. But for sure, uh, in that chapter, everything is talking about what to wear, what to eat, what to have. And it's so important because those are the things that we seek. Those are the things we look for. These are the things why people get two jobs in order to be able to make more money. Because everything has to be around money. Nobody's working here because you like to work and get up in the morning at 6 o'clock. Everybody wants a check at the end of the week. That's why you're giving over your time. And you don't need the money because you need to buy food. You need to buy clothing. And that's what is that chapter. Read the chapter 6. Talking about material things. And God is saying, the people that are not, my, those that are not my people, they call it the Gentiles at that time, they seek all those things, but not you. You belong to me. Okay, so what do I do? With the th I need the same things the, the sinners need, I need. But you, they, they look for them. They get two jobs. They, get, they work more hours a week in order to get more money, more money. So what do I do? You seek first the kingdom. That's what God is saying. Are you listening to me? Seek ye first the kingdom. Because if you seek first the kingdom, all these things that other people are going wild to get, I will add it to you. So you see, that's obedience. You have to be obedient in order to enter into that level and it's not easy. It ain't easy. Because, okay, you're going to add it. Okay, people would get the, the, the second job. And then they try to disguise the, the, the thing. And they say, thank you, Jesus, for giving me a second job so I may be able to do this, 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 and that. Say, thank you, Jesus, because I'm working overtime now. To, in order for me to do this, this, and that. Thank you, Lord. But the truth is that they may be sincere, but that's not what God wants. Because you see, with time, those people are going to lose their children, and they're going to lose their wives, and they're going to lose their family because they are taking time from things that God wants. Are you following what I'm trying to tell you? So they are, so even they, they may be sincere, God doesn't want you to have two jobs. God wants you to seek the kingdom. No, the Bible already says, if you don't work, don't eat. So he's talking about you got to work. But that does not mean that you have to give all your time in order to work, in order to get money. Because that's what it is. He's saying, I will add unto you. I'm going to give you what you need. But it's not easy to obey in that area. It's not easy. 
But then that's why you see so many children, they were, all, all the kids that we're doing here. And it's true. Parents, fathers sometimes, especially fathers, are never home. They're never home. And it's hard for the kids to relate. Because you remember, to be a father is not only a protection of the children and uh, helping them to do better in their lives, but you're helping them, to, they have to be formed to themselves be fathers in the future. And if you ain't around, they are not going to be very good fathers. They're going to be worse than you. You follow what I'm saying? So this is something to see. This is something to balance. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Obedience. Obedience. Say obedience. Say, I'm obedient. And of course, this goes for women and, 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 and men, same. same. Well, these Father's Day, so we're talking about fathers, but, you know, there are basic things here that are for both. Basic things that are for both. And uh, Proverbs, I'm in Proverbs. Wow, praise you, Jesus. I didn't, did I read to you the first Samuel? No, I didn't. But I want you to read first, first Samuel. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord a great delight in bird offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. In other words, sacrifice is you sacrifice to the Lord. And uh, what will I say? Sacrifice to the Lord. Do we uh, start giving them promises? We are trying to even, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Because you're being so good. From now on, I'm going to do this. From now on, what you have to do is read the word and believe it. Because God wants you to obey. Obey what? His word. You know, it's not the, the promises that you can give God. It's the promise you can give yourself. Over now, from now on, to obey in the word. Because that word is going to produce. And when I say produce, it's going to produce spiritually, of course. But if it produces spiritually, it's going to produce physically, materially, in every area of your life. The thing is that we're not able to connect it yet. And we are dividing spiritual things from physical things. That's why Matthew 6 is so important. Because Matthew 6 says, you know, hey, seek the kingdom of God and all these things will be added. It's connecting. If you obey my word... If you seek me first, you see my word, and this is what is going to guide your life. It's going to, everything else is going to be connected. But since we are in our mind, everything is different. You know, somebody doesn't have a job, 
And I tell him, why don't you come to church next Sunday? I say, well, listen, listen. My thing now is that I need a job. After I get a job and I get my head clear, then I'll go to church. They will not get a, they will not get a job. What I mean to say, you got to give an opportunity to the Holy Spirit to get, get him the right job. But since they do not connect job, money, with spiritual things, they do not obey. They want to do it their way, even though it's not a bad way. They're not, they're not, uh, they're not thinking of robbing a bank. But it doesn't matter. You're thinking of disobeying and doing it your way. God doesn't want you to do it your way. Like Burger Kings, that do it your way, you know what I mean? No, hey, he wants you to do it his way. That's the way it is. He is the father. You got to do it the father's way because dad knows much more than the kids. The problem all the kids may have is because they think that we know more than dad and we know more than mom. And since we think we know more, we act accordingly and we get hurt. We get hurt. Even though we have a God that have, give us other opportunities. But that's what it is. So God, instead of sacrifices and doing this and doing that and all that, and getting a second job and all, hey, you seek me first. Obey me. Obey my word. And that's what I'm going to take you to uh, Proverbs. I'm going to finish with this. Proverbs. Let me see. Proverbs 4. Verse 20 says, my son, this is my son or daughter. If you're a son or a daughter of God, raise your hand. He's talking to you. If you're able to raise your hand, he's talking to you. My son, attend to my words. Attend to my words. Attend to my words. This is God. This is God talking to you. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my saying. Incline or lean your ears unto my saying. In other words, it's not your reasoning, it's my reasoning. It's not your reasoning. Listen to what I have to say and stop listening to yourself. I don't care how much you've studied. Use your study and your experiences as long as I don't speak. If I speak, all that you have learned is trash according to what I'm saying. You follow what I'm trying to tell you here? He wants you to study. He wants you to have experiences which I believe that you can put to practice as long as he doesn't say a word. But when he says a word... You got to put all your information at the foot of the cross because it happens. He knows more than you. And he wants you to obey in order for him to take you where he wants to take you. And believe me, where he wants to take you is better than where you want to go. Even though you may think there's nothing better than you're thinking, there's areas that are better than even though you're thinking. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my saying. Let them not depart from thine eyes. 
What is that I, don't, I cannot let depart from my eyes? His words. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And health to all their flesh. Praise the name of Jesus. The word of God is life. They are life. And it's also medicine. Medicine to your flesh. Medicine, physical medicine. Mental medicine. Emotional medicine. Of course, basically in spiritual medicine. In other words, medicine fixes something that needs to be adjusted or fixed. Correct? And that's what medicine does. And that's what his word, that's medicine in its utmost level. God has a plan for you. And you have to be obedient. And dads, don't start getting two jobs doing this. Don't take time away from your family. Everything that is happening now are trying to get the family divided, especially the father, away from the family. Don't do it. Do what you need to do. You got to get a job. Of course, the Bible says that. You got to work. But that's it. Don't go beyond that because you have some extra needs. God will provide. Just seek him first. Then. Then. Then what? Then after you seek him. Not before you seek him. Then he will add all those things unto you. Amen.